brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Correct. All right. Welcome to the Truth Seeker Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, excited and delighted to be with you guys as always. So I start the show, man. I'm happy to be here. We're going to be talking about a subject that's really near and dear to my heart, which is ufology, UFOs and aliens and beings that maybe travel back and forth from heaven, the heavens to the earth and transcend space and time and different places of the galaxy, maybe inside of our earth. There's so many theories. And so my guest today is very well versed in uh, UFO research in bringing a lot of this beautiful scientific information to the table. So make sure you guys stay tuned. I want to say a huge thank you to everybody supporting my work via Patreon. You guys know this is a listener supported, listener funded show doesn't exist without your help. So I want to say a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart to everybody supporting on Patreon. So I'm going to give a shout out to some of the latest patrons within the last week or so. Shout out to Vonley Flowers. Thank you, Vonley, for coming on. Jeff De Silva. Thank you, Jeff, for coming on. David A. Gill. Thank you, David. And Darla Throwbridge. Thank you guys for believing in the work and joining. If you'd like to become a patron and support this wonderful, great work that we're doing here at the True Seeker podcast and my music and everything I bring to the table, go to patreon.com backslash truth seeker you get all of my music it's 200 plus songs access to our um school of the mystics which um you just have it's on on a thursday night we don't know how many times a month that we're doing it right now it's the last thursday may add another uh one in there bi-weekly but you get access to that and uh sunday morning breath work and so sunday morning contemplation 
Sunday morning, going into the Holy of Holies through meditation. And uh, man, so beautiful watching and waiting and, and experiencing the heaven and the kingdom that is within you. So good. Guys, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and jump into today's discussion. My guest today is Paulo Gazzardi. Paulo, my friend, welcome to the True Seeker Podcast. How are you? Awesome. Great. Uh, good to have you again. And you, uh, your, your research is amazing. You've developed uh, a lot of, of, of charts and tools to uh, the exploration of the unknown when it comes to the uh, realm of ufology, UFOs and aliens and off-world visitors or maybe even on-world visitors. So excited to, to, to jump into this with you. Um, and we, we talked a little bit about what we wanted to go into the uh, different alien civilizations, if you will, and and uh, the the uh, the progress and the categories that you've created to to uh, kind of rank them and, and uh, rate them. So we'll go into that in a moment. But I wanted to know, um, you know what, before I even jump into that, just kind of give people a overview who you are, what you bring to the table for those who, who don't know uh, about your work. We'll start there. private organization for the study of the UFO phenomenon, to say that properly. So, uh, which is the Centro Ufologico Nazionale, C-U-N. And I am also, um, but this is a much newer thing, I am the national representative for Italy of ICER, the International Co Coalition for Extraterrestrial Research, which has been fa uh, founded this uh, 25th of May. So it's rather new. <clears throat> so for the rest, I can tell on a personal note that I've always been fascinated by mystery. I mean, for me, life is a, is, is a fantastic parenthesis in, in a, a full immersion in a, in a huge mystery, uh, whatever, however you look at it. So um, of, of these huge mystery or mysteries, uh, ufology is, uh, well, UFO and ET, the two are the two most um, important and most interesting for me. So this is, uh, and for the rest, uh, maybe it can sound funny, but I have never seen a UFO myself, <laughs> not even half UFO, <laughs> so to speak. But I mean, I know that there are so many, many incredible amount of reports which leaves any doubt uh, aside. So, I mean, it's not a problem. So I don't believe in UFOs properly, to speak properly. I know that they exist because there are and there's an overwhelming a huge amount of information which which confirms this and this is the position of ICER as well i mean ufo uh, the ufo phenomenon manifests uh, a certain form of intelligence uh, we don't know exactly what it is 
uh, it takes a lot of research, still takes a lot of research, but the UFO phenomenon is indeed uh, intelligent, manifests undoubtedly intelligence, and very likely is of ET origin. So this is my, I mean, just a, a brief mm -hmm. general introduction on, on myself. So what, what got you interested in this uh, mystery, if you will? Was there something that happened in your life? Was it something that you were drawn to to kind of get mm. you in this field? No, properly not. I mean, it, it's not that I was horse riding to Damascus and then I was flashed and then I fell from horse. No, no, <laughs> not at all. I mean, it has been, um, how can I say? say a, a sort of a feeling that i always had that in uh, in in what surrounds us there is much much more than what it seems so and and also the problem was that i always had this feeling since i since when i can remember and i didn't find especially when i was young i didn't find any proper reply to this I mean, because I kept on wondering how is it this, is it possible that this it, this is really how it seems is it possible that this is really how it seems and I kept on on asking uh, the adults and wh whoever I found but I never got um, satisfying uh, replies so I kept on searching kept on searching and well I, I can say that I'm still searching right now i mean it's a it's a never ending research i mean this this life and i think that the years that still uh, i will be still allow allowed to allowed to live i i will continue doing this very um, likely so we'll, we'll go into the um ufology and that's the work that you're known for for the ufos but but what 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 other subjects are near and dear to your heart is it the afterlife or ghosts or entities mm -hmm. angels and demons is it all of that mm -hmm. well um uh, most yes most of this especially the subject of life the so-called life after life or reincarnation if you prefer um near-death experiences mm -hmm. which i prefer to call uh, non-authorized deaths that's episodes because it, it seems that there is someone who controls wow. if you are admitted for to the afterlife or not and while ghosts uh, not that much angel angels and demons not that much as well but i mean especially uh reincarnation um or life after life if you prefer and OBEs, OBEs, out-of-body experiences, are things that, and in general, not only OBEs, but the um, out-of-the-ordinary capacities of the human being in general, mm. OBE being the one which is most interesting for me. Yeah, so maybe that could tie into um, ESP and psychic abilities at all, any of that stuff? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, remote vision. ESP, uh, you name it. <laughs> I mean, all the generally speaking, all the uh, the domain of the paranormal, mm -hmm. so uh, parapsychology, if you prefer. 
Great, great. And so you say you've never seen a UFO. Now, have you had any, no. <laughs> any, any experiences with, with the paranormal? Somebody who knew you or knew things about you and, and ESP well, well, and dreams? Well, and well, well, I can tell you this. Uh, concerning to UFOs, I, I'm totally no <laughs> in this case. Concerning um, what is normally referred to as paranormal, no, I, I had some experiences, but I think nothing really special. Uh, many deja vus, mm -hmm. uh, many things that hint to a, a precedent life, even if I really hadn't the till now i didn't have the possibility to dig properly to research properly in this but i had many uh well deja vu and uh, maybe maybe um one obe once but i really cannot say but uh, it's it's for me it's mostly deja vu this is something that um i had in i i i have had in many many different occasions Awesome. Yeah, it's we're we're, we're definitely um, kindred spirits. One who are mm -hmm. who are who are into um, all because it all kind of ties together a little bit, right? Mm -hmm, indeed. And I can tell you one thing, Gary. Uh, uh, when I did Reiki, I uh, was activated Reiki <laughs> when I was in Morocco. <laughs> thing, and. Um, since when I was activated with Reiki, I feel that, I mean, my uh, intuition, uh, can I say intuition? Yes. Or my sixth uh, sense, if you, if you mm -hmm. prefer, uh, got a boost in this sense, definitely. Wow. Now, now I am at uh, second level of Reiki and, and I can confirm this. I mean, and by the way, Reiki, really uh, was another of these uh, uh, things that made, uh, made me, uh, that confirmed that in the world there's much more, much more than what it seems. For by sure. The way. Energy, energy, right? Being able to mm -hmm. move and exactly. push and, and, and tap into uh, prana, if you will, or mm -hmm. Reiki, chi yes, yes. energy, right? Yes, it's um, basically, I think you, you, you can say that the Reiki energy is prana. Mm -hmm. I think so, too. I think it's the same as the Holy Spirit, even in the Bible, right? Mm -hmm. Pretty it's, much so. Mm -hmm. This beautiful energy that's alive, right? Mm -hmm. It's almost intelligent, exactly. intelligent even as well. Yes, yes. This is what uh, is most astonishing for me, at, at least for me. Uh, understanding that that this kind of energy is in is intelligent. I mean, it's not the intelligence that properly normally we associate with human beings, the rational intelligence. No, no, that's not. I mean, it, it's it's a different kind. Uh, I think it's a higher kind of intelligence, but it definitely has. Wow. Yeah. And um, and maybe we'll we'll tie that into one of the topics that you cover with the spirituality with ET and alien races. So let's get into that. So you you've you've developed a um, formula or a map, and you have a specific name for it. To it's like a chart to be able to judge the evolution of mm -hmm. um, extraterrestrials or even humanoid beings or maybe spiritual entities there's different levels that that you've you've created that you are able to observe 
civilizations, right? In in this this um, evolution process. So, can you can you talk a little bit about that and how it pertains to mm-hmm. ufology? And and then would I know it's going to open a huge bag of worms, but let's let's just let's open it. <laughs> of course. <laughs> anyway, I can tell you this. Uh, this uh, that we're talking about now is a I call it a scale. Wow. Because it's it's really a scale, which because it's something. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Which is used to gauge somehow to measure uh, the development of a civilization. Any civilization can be human, can be uh, ET, whatever. So this and this was developed together uh, with Roberto Pinotti, who is the most important ufologist in Italy. And this, for this reason, is uh, the the scale has been called the uh, GP scale. GP from the initials of the of the authors and this skill the most important factor of this is that this skill is a based is articulated over three different um, parameters so to speak because this scale originates from a specific consideration uh, because with the Roberto we discussed many times about the scales that had been already developed for measuring the development of, of civilizations. The problem with the, these scales is that they only take into account one parameter, that is the techni- scientific scientific slash technical development, which. Okay, I understand it's. Uh, I understand the reason for this. I mean, it's easy to go to it easy to uh, parameterize it s- somehow. But that's not all. I mean, because uh, civilizations um, cannot be measured only on this this base. There must be something else. So we did a lot of brainstorming with Roberto. 
And we um, came to the conclusion that at least two more parameters are needed, two more, to properly measure the, the development of civilizations. So we said we have the scientific technical development and that's okay. Then the new one, the, the two new ones are, first of all, the ethical, moral, moral or ethical level of, uh, of development of the society. And the, the second factor, the second new factor is the quality of the political association, if you will. So can I, if I can share my screen, Gary, I will show the, the documents that we have prepared. Can I? Yes. Set mm -hmm. that up now. Okay. No, not yet. Okay. It should be, should be uh, ready now. Okay. So this is the integrated scale of, of the evolution of civilization. Can you, can you see that? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it has the logo of the Centro Fologico Nazionale here and the city Ita Italy, which is a small think tank within the Centro Fologico. So the authors you see is myself and Roberto Pinotti. So this dates back to 2018, so it's not properly really new. So first of all, definition, then we have preamble. So this is what I have said before. To date, several scales have been developed to classify civilization, civilizations and measure their evolution. The common, the common characteristics characteristic, characteristic of these scales is to consider only one of the possible aspects of civilization's evolution. In most cases, the scientific technological one. The authors believe that such an approach does not allow to properly characterize such complex entities as civilizations and that a more faceted approach is required. The present work therefore intends to define an integrated method, which from now on will be referred to as the GP scale to classify and qualitatively characterize the overall level of evolution of civilizations as well as their progression in development. So it's not only the overall level, but also the progression in development. The method is based on three factors that the authors consider as fundamental in the development of civilizations, that is, of any civilization. That is the technical scientific knowledge, okay? The ethical and moral sense and the political dimension thus emphasizing in a, in in an implied but desired way the importance of an harmonious development of these factors so we have the three factors which are the base of this system so the, this is the definition of term development, then the valence, I mean, the, the use for this uh, 
for this scale and the structure. This, the structure of the scale is based on five levels. So we see here, we have, here we have the, gen on, on the left column, we have the general level, grazie. Then here on the second column, we have the scientific technique development, then the moral ethical development and the level of social aggreg aggregation, that is the politic aggregation. So we said we have five levels and each level is characterized by specific assets of this of these three parameters scientific psi moral ethical more social aggregation soc so in the first general level is that of the tribal societies the second is the level of national society which is the one we are now the third is the level <clears throat> of planetary uh, level society. The fourth is, is the subgalactic level, while the fifth is galactic level. So as I said, each of these parameters, scientific, moral, and social aggregation have a specific asset which competes to the level. For instance, now at level one, which is the tribal, we have the, for the scientific level, we have the use of rudimentary tools. Only source of energy is fire. The management capacity, the overall management capacity of the civilization is about 10 at the fifth uh, watts per year and so on. At the moral level, we have an embryonic ability to distinguish between good and bad, the behavior and, consci and conscience of the individual, essentially driven by animal instincts and is limited to their own tribe. While at the social level, we have simple social aggregation with micro fragmentation at a subplanetary level and so on. For level two, we have extensive use of tools and machines, automatic calculation, telecommunication, nuclear energy, rudimentary space travel capacities, and overall energy management capacity around 10 at the 13th watts per hour per year. Then we have, um, morally speaking, we have the potential ability to learn and apply universal moral laws the awareness of the effects of individual action is limited to their own national or social group. And socially speaking, we have a social aggregation with subplanetary fragmentation and so on for the third, fourth and fifth level. We arrive at the first level where, uh, uh, sorry, at the fifth, the galactic level where we could expect conscious tools and machines, I mean, machines with their own consciousness, exploit the exploitation of energy sources at the galactic level, intra and extra galactic travel capacities, and an overall energy management capacity approach 
which is approaching 10 at the 50th uh, watts per year. And at the level, at the moral level, we have an inner knowledge of universal moral laws and their unconditional obedience. And then we have the fusion of individual awarenesses into a single super social group awareness. And at the social level, we have the social aggregation across the entire galaxy of origin, galaxy of origin. So this is, of course, we know level one and two for sure. Num level three, levels three, four, and five are, of course, nothing more than educated guests. I don't have, I don't sell any truth. <laughs> I, I want to strike this very well. I don't have any uh, truth. I don't have, I don't have any revealed truth. No, this is just something, all this that you find here in this, which I am highlighting here, these are all educated guesses that we developed with uh, after a lot of brainstorming with uh, Roberto. Uh, by the way, Roberto Pinotti is a sociologist. So he is very well in, uh, in uh, I mean, it's, uh, this is his own domain. So, and this is what we developed. By the way, and then, uh, sorry, then also we have an ideal pattern of development that is the one which is shown here. Uh, let me reduce a bit. So civilization that proceed along this level and this characteristics for any level are <clears throat> considered following a virtual, virtuous, a uh, path of development that is a balanced developed development. Other civilizations which could follow different uh, path, I mean, whereby one or two aspects are uh, leading while there is one other aspect uh, dragging, uh, remaining be behind, in this case, this is a non-virtual, uh, non-non-virtual development. So, what is interesting to note also is that, for as we have seen, for any of the three main factors, there are five levels. These five levels work as a parameter, because we can use this parameter to characterize civilizations. That is, using the scale, we can attribute, a uh, evaluating a certain civilization, we can attribute a specific value to the scientific factor, to the moral factor, and to the social factor. So in case we have like this, this example here, a civilization which is at level three, scientifically at level three morally and at level two socially we see that this is not a balanced um, situation 
of course, of course, uh, there can be many different possibilities, but in practice, very likely only few of these combinations are possible, that must be said. So this, this, used, this use of the parameters like we have seen here, allow us to define uh, the asset on the GP scale that is a sequence of three numbers that characterize numerically the asset of a certain civilization. You see, we have the GP prefix to indicate that this is a measure, a measure done, a measurement done with the, with our scale. Then we have the first digit is for the scientific factor. The second one is for the moral factor. And the third one is for the social factor. So it's also possible to make, um, uh, how can I say, uh, an arithmetic mean. In this case, we have three, three and two, which gives an arithmetic mean of 2.6. So it could be said that this civilization we are seeing we are measuring now scores at 2.6 on our scale, for instance. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So it, it could be said that this is a GP332 civilization or 2.6, as you prefer. So this is just a practical use. So if the three assets are, sorry, sorry to go up and down. So if the three levels are, uh, have all the same digit, for instance, instead of 332, we have two, two, two. That's called a balanced as a balanced uh, asset, and this is the ideal condition. So, uh, if you have question, Gary, don't don't hesitate to ask. Eh? Don't uh, don't worry. Hey, uh, yeah, this so, is okay. uh, this is really deep for me. Um, I've been, <laughs> been I've been studying this the last two days. Um, 
and uh, not and not it, knowing this piece of the puzzle of uh of, I balance, what, of scales uh, and balance yes. yeah yes these are all considerations that you can draw upon the, the practical use of the scale. I mean, you, you don't, uh, the scale allows not only to define specific, uh, to, to, to attribute a, vol a numeric value to the three level, to each one of the three uh, parameters, but also to define uh, a level and an asset so that, and then a path of virtuous, um, development for the civilization so i mean but i mean it's uh, i think it's easier said uh, uh, it is it's easier done than said i mean because mm -hmm. to explain this it takes a bit of uh, concentration but in any case uh we have arrived we, we we have arrived here at the observations on the practical use of the scale that is how to use assets and level. So from the practical use of our scale, it can be seen that the two parameters on the scale itself uh, of the two parameters, the most informational is the asset, the one that we have seen here, like GP332, as it expresses in a concise but sufficiently illustrative fashion, the main characteristic characteristics of a given civilization. The level, on the other hand, provides them even more concise information about the overall level of development attained by a civilization. A concise information necessarily obtained at the expense of the informative content. So this is the asset and this is the level. The asset shows more while the level is very, very concise then then there are some consideration on the unbalanced progression in the in development and its effects because when we have a, an asset which is non-harmonic that is an unbalanced combination combination of the three fundamental parameters Civilizations can manifest the different characteristics on the base of the relative assets of the three fundamental parameters and of the level at which this unbalanced, unbalance happens. Of the many possible combinations, we discuss here only about the moral and scientific factors as their relative asset plays a very important role on in the in this context and this this is not just a theoric consideration but it's something that have very practical uh very practical effect so first of all we have the predominance of the ethical moral development or more when at any level in the development of a, a civilization the moral is higher than the sign, more is higher than psi, that is the moral development is uh, more important than the scientific development. The moral ethical factor prevails over the scientific technical factor. This means that such civilizations manifest a great development as well as a fine knowledge 
of the spiritual and philosophical, philosophical dimensions of existence without possessing a comparable level of technical scientific development. Such an arrangement, albeit unbalanced, does not preclude the development of long-lasting civilizations characterized by a good level of negative entropy, which is, by the way, the concept of negative entropy is, I think, the most important concept which is at the base of, of, the, of the being. The, I mean, a, a being is an entity which is meant to develop, to develop negative entropy. And societies, in general, are entities which are meant to do this collectively. Uh, uh, fight entropy. Then we have the predominance of the technical scientific development factor, which is, which is a different story, because when this happens, the, when we have the technical development which prevails over the moral ethical level, uh, we have uh, we can have problems. In addition, in fact, in addition to a high probability of exerting an entropic effect, such an arrangement puts the du the duration of the whole civilization at risk, particularly in the critical passage from level two, national level, to level three, uh, planetary level where the so-called technological adolescence is manifested. It's, more, it's practically where we are now. The acquisition of high scientific knowledge, and in particular, the large quantities of energy that this process inevitably makes available, may in fact lead on the path of self-destruction, a civilization that has not reached a suitable ethical maturity, be that by annihilation through mass destruction weapons or by extinction caused by the irreparable alteration of the environment. And by the way, you see that we are close, danger dangerously close, we as a human civilization of planet Earth have been very close to self -destruction, nuclear self-destruction, and we are rather going already rather cl close to uh, extinction caused by the alteration of the environment, by the way. So in any case, if at the same time, this arrangement is characterized also by the satisfaction of the scientific is more than social relation, it means that the level of political maturity does not keep up with the other two factors. In this case, the risk of a premature and violent death of the civilization is even higher as the divisions between the various nations or factions in which the civilizations civilization continues to be divided into can easily lead to conflicts that would be fought with weapons of mass destruction of such a power 
to cause the annihilation of the whole civilization. So it is the intention of the authors to point out that the human civilization of planet Earth presently manifests an imbalance in an important, though numerically reduced portion of it, that is the so-called first world, if you, will, if you wish. Such imbalance sees the scientific factor sharply prevailing over the other two. In the light of the considerations expressed in the preceding paragraph, the authors consider this situation to be very worrying as the lack of moral control over the scientific and technological developments does indeed represent a concrete danger for the long-term duration of the Homo sapiens sapiens species civilization on planet Earth. Furthermore, the lack of political unity in this civilization can and indeed does lead to contrasts the more dangerous as ever more powerful destruction tools are made available to political and military leaders. And this, Gary, is really the core of the matter. Because this, uh, this exercise that we made uh, with this effort that we made with uh, Roberto was okay to do exactly what we have done, but also to shout out loud, as loud as possible, that um, the path that we are on right now, uh, we as a civilization, is not the good one. So now let's see some practical cases of classifications classification of exo-civilizations. So, of course, uh, since no exo-civilizations are known to date, we will now see some example of our scale, uh, of how our scale can be applied to some hypo hypothetical exo-civilizations taken from the ufology, ufological culture and science fiction literature. So, we can here see a scale can you see it clearly yes okay so now we have here we have only the level so here we have the navi civilization of uh, planet pandora maybe you remember that was um primitive avatar. civilization from yes avatar. Uh, yes uh, the avatar movie sorry the, the Navi civilization was the civilization of uh, planet Pandora. So in any case, uh, if you remember the, the movie, uh, this civilization of the Navis was uh, what we could call um, primitive civilization. Uh, so the GP, the GP asset is one to one in the sense that they score uh, and the level is 1.3. So I, I have the, the, the arrow point, points more or less at level 1.3. Then we have the present uh, earthly civilization, that is us. We are at the level GP2, which is here. 
than the earthly civilization as was described in the movie Avatar, if you remember, which was a heavily uh, unbalanced civilization, heavily unbalanced toward the scientific technological uh, factor and heavily lacking uh, moral, for instance, they were all concentrated on uh, scientific and technological developments and the, uh, their moral ethical level was very low. And uh, from, from what it, it's possible to understand from the movie, from the, the story of the movie, also the political level was still at uh, number two, like we are today. So they score 2.6 on the, the level, the asset is 4.22 and the level is 2.6 here. Then we have a bunch of uh, GP3 civilization. One is the one of the planet Umo. I don't know if you are aware of this, Gary. Which movie was that? No, it's not a movie. That's, um, well, uh, the, I could talk for hours <laughs> on this because it's something that really interests me a lot. Okay. Umo is... Um, okay, it's from a book. Is um, is a contact story. Okay. Uh, I mean, but not one-to-one -one contact story. Is uh, is is um, uh, not even mass contact story, but uh, it's um, it, it's a particular story. But it's one which is very well documented in the sense wow. that, uh, to put it quick, I, I, I will try to make a quick. Um, description these uh, the guys guys from this uh, planet called umo which should be at would be at uh, 14 light years from earth uh, they discovered earth alaceti that is receiving a radio signal from earth and they they wondered and seeing that these aliens that is the the terrestrial beings were very similar to them so and they were they, they were fascinated by our wild civilization, which was so exotic for them, and so that they started a long, very long-term uh, program for the study of the planet, of the ecosphere, of the civiliz human civilization, and so on. And at a certain at a certain point, they um, they felt the need to give back some of the knowledge uh, that they got from, from the Earth, from the human civilization of planet Earth, because it, it, it was typically a moral, um, it originated from moral consideration. We, that is, in a few words, we, have took, we took a lot, a lot of information from you from you earthlings, now we feel uh, obliged to give you something back. And this is how this contact project originated. And what is interesting, uh, Gary, is that we have uh, something which should uh, come from uh, these guys from Ummo, which is uh, around 1,500 uh, sheets typed sheets so it's a quite quite a lot 
where their their civilization, their planet is described into a lot of details. Um, I mean, it's it's a very complex story. Yeah. If you want, if you want, we can speak. I have a very nice presentation ready. I can wow, show. We'll it do that. Listen, I'd anymore. love to have you back just to to break it down. But that was a great overview, and I'm, I've got the book pulled up be. here. And uh, thanks mm -hmm. for sharing that. So yeah, good. What, what so 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 what was their level? So their level was three. I mean, three, three, three. So because they 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 were they are a, a civilization, um, human civilization. I mean, because they 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 are the the kind of uh, the Nordic alien kind, so to speak. Um, they have uh, which I mean th their civilization is a planetary level civilization. They have one single government, one single law. One I mean everything is uh, unitary in in their in their culture in their civilization. So they are at level three three three, or just to put it simply, level three. This is concerning the Ummo planet civilization. In any case, Gary, uh, whenever you want, you just tell me. I uh, I will be more than glad to present I, this, to, this presentation sure. on Ummo because it's very, believe me, it's very interesting. Not not because I did it. Well, there seems, <laughs> but because... there, there, even, even with this case, though, there's, just by looking at the reviews, it's mm -hmm. a lot of people love it, believe it, and then a lot of people maybe not so much. So I guess it had some scrutiny yes, over the yes. years. Yes, the, it's very complicated. I mean, believe me, it's very complicated. Again, I don't have any any mm -hmm. truth. I don't, don't sell any through, truth. Okay. <laughs> Again, also concerning Ummo planet, I speak normally as if it's something uh, ordinary. I mean, I say the the guys in Ummo do this. They got, of course, there is no certainty. It, mm -hmm. the, the whole story is a big question mark Great. big big one but but there is a huge amount of uh data a huge amount of information and consider that this contact this contact which someone has called uh 20 years of uh, close encounter close encounters of the postal kind <laughs> <laughs> because uh, uh, um, a lot of the of these information were, was sent through typed letters uh, over I mean they, they use the system because of course uh, the the whole story started in the 1960s mm -hmm. so there was no other possibility other than typewriting yes. okay in any case in any case I mean uh, there's a lot of um, there's no agreement. Uh, you, you can very easily find uh, the notion. Uh, if you do a search on the internet, you can very easily find the notion that it's um, it's uh, how can I say uh, something which has been staged by humans. Um, I, I I don't know. I mean, I like very I like it very much. I find I found the whole lot of information that made available very 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 inspiring. Not only 
not only uh, sociologically speaking, but also spiritually speaking. Okay, but in any case, uh, let's stop here because it's uh, it's so complicated that it could it it could be very easily to <laughs> to divert for sure, for sure. from our our theme of tonight. Okay, in any case, uh, so in in any case, uh, you just tell me when you're ready. I will be more than glad to present this. Okay, this presentation on uh, Umo. Okay, then we at level GP three, that is uh, asset three three three. We have the circle planet civilization. Uh, I don't know if you are familiar with this. This is something which is even more, more a big question mark, quite a very, very big question mark. It's, it's a story where, um, I'm going to say, humans are, were sent, humans from the, from the US military, were sent to, on a mission to this, over this Serpo planet. And uh, so they um, describe this civilization, which is, uh, again, at the planetary level. They have a very good, uh, good level of moral development. And they, they are, a, uh, how can I say, politically speaking, they are unitary. They have one single government and so on. And the same goes for the civilization of the Janos or Janos, I don't know people, which is another story, which you can find in the, in the, in the internet, if you, if you do a search. And uh, so they are also, they share, I mean, these three hypothetical, because they are hypothetical. I mean, I don't, I don't maintain that no one, of, that any of this civilization is true, mm -hmm. but in any case, they share the same level, the GP3 level. Then we have a, uh, the CTR civilization. This arises from um, an Italian saga, which is also the to which these W56 also belong, because this is an Italian saga which which was called Amicizia which means friendship in, in Italian. I don't know if you are aware of this, Gary, but in any case, it's, um, it's a thing which uh, went on for a contact situation that went on for many years in Italy. And there were a good amount of people involved in, in this story. So this is highly hypothetical as well, but it has been very well documented, documented as well. And this, this situation was characterized by this W56 that you see here, who score at the fourth level of the GP scale, because they are very well, uh, the fourth level, I go back here a moment, the fourth level is the level of the subgalactic civilization you see so they score at this level they are they are they were or they would be if you prefer sorry okay for moving so quickly so this w56 were more a federation of different civilization 
who shared common characteristics. While these CTRs, civilization, was in Italy at the same time, and you note, you can see that the asset on the scale is heavily unbalanced because we, we, we have 3.3, the level, but the asset is 4 to 4, which shows a heavily imbalance in, uh, in the sense that they were lacking moral, uh, moral um, development, that they, they were very lagging behind in terms of moral development. They were rather bad indeed. Rather, uh, they were rather bad guys. Now, it's, it's, um, it's as, as it was for, in, for the Ummo civilization, it also for this, these two civilization, the W56 and the CTR, um, there would be a lot to say, and it's not easy, especially if you are not aware of this story. But in any case, we, 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 are they we from can the same story? Though you said you said yes. those two same story. Okay. Yes, these two. The uh, you can. I mean, this is something that develop uh, something that developed in Italy, a contact mass contact, which developed in Italy in the sixties also which is distinct, very distinct from the Umo case. And in any case, in the Italy, especially central Italy of the 60s, came out this, this, with these W56, who were the good ones, and these CTRs, who were the bad guys, so, so to speak. So. It was um, it was a very complicated situation with a lot of witnesses who uh, witnessed uh, witnessed uh, really strange strange events, and these events were also on the background of this uh, on this ever going on uh, confrontation. Between, between the good ones, the W56, and the bad ones, the CTRs. So, I mean, but this, this is just to, in any case, I used these two civilization as an example to show a heavily unbalanced situation, uh, a very, very imbalanced uh, in the sense of, uh, how can I say, we could call them the bad guys, because you see, four to four, they are rather developed uh, scientifically. They are rather developed uh, politically, but but morally speaking, they score two, which is very low, which is more or less at the, the same level that we have now. So, this is an example of heavily imbalanced. Uh, civilization, while the W56 are 444 or just square, squarely four. So they are more virtuous in, in this sense. Okay, so this is, uh, uh, of course, these are the references. So these, so this is the GP scale and, and its, its use. 
if you have questions now, I think it's it's the good moment <laughs> for them. Is uh is this a book or is this just available online? No, it's just it's just online. I mean, it's okay. not it's not written on a book. Uh, you know, Gary, I still have to work, uh, and then it's it's not possible to me to find the the way to write books for at least for the moment. Then when I retire, which will be in one year, more or less, then I think I I, I will have many ideas for for books, but not for now. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, I, I've got questions. I just don't want to go f- super far left for you. Mm-hmm. But but is there... Is This is spiritual. This is etherical. But is there something that guards each level of progression? Like you can't, you know, the the uh, level ones can become eventually become a level two, but they have. But there's the code of ethics. There's, you know, they yes. are weighed. They are measured to be able to step into. Yes, that. yes, Gary. I mean, in in the introduction, and I did not expose this because I mean. Um, now I just did um, a quick description. Mm-hmm. In the in the introduction to the scale, it's written that civilizations are not considered stable entities in the sense that they pr- progress somehow. Typically, they uh, or the proper word is that they develop. So development is a change. Normally, is a change for good. Normally, but it could be change uh, how can I say uh, in the bad in the bad sense and can be a regression so I mean in any case uh, civilizations in this in this work of ours are not considered stable and uh, stable entities uh, civilization constantly move typically they progress and and if they progress uh, in the way that is shown here, Mm-hmm. Every level has this capacity, has these characteristics. This is called a virtuous path. 
of mm -hmm. development. If they, if at a certain moment one uh, one factor the la uh, lags and remain lagging behind, then this asset is not balanced. So it could be, um, how can I say, depending on the asset, on the relative asset of the parameters, it can be, how can I say, um, more oriented, the civilization, civilization could become more orient, oriented toward the moral dimension uh, not taking into account the scientific development, or could be the contrary. I mean, what, what we are seeing now in our civilization is that we are uh, taking more and more interest. We are giving more and more importance to the scientific technique developments, and we lag behind in terms of moral ethical development, as well as the political level, the social aggregation. Mm -hmm. We are still divided into nations, uh, into factions, whatever you. We, we, and we are lacking in moral ethical development in the sense that we cannot understand, we, we do not understand uh, what we are at the damages that we are doing yeah. to our environment. Okay, so the uh, the uh, we that you're talking about is the collective. It's all of it's the micro. Well, it's actually the macro, right? But within that, you have people who are having, I would say, a spiritual awakening, which is a moral awakening, which is a social awakening. Like it's really obvious that we're going through what the Bible would consider birth pains, like something's about to change. There is some type of uh, expansion that's about to happen, whether it's good or mm -hmm. whether it's bad. And obviously, the more the more of the planet that I would say this is even a map of ascension. This is a, a, a map of ascension from tribal animalistic nature to galactic heavenly mm -hmm. na divine nature. Um, and you know we're, we're we're going through that process as individuals as well and i feel mm -hmm. like there's yes. you know there's a global awakening happening uh, for us to you, take our place amongst the stars if you will yes yes I, I do agree i do agree consider gary that i mean what is written here is high heavily statistical uh all all this information come from um how can I say? Uh, consider them heavily statistical. Of course, societies are made of uh, civilizations, and societies are made of many, many different, mm -hmm. uh, many, many different in individuals. Yes. Now, what we consider here is the overall, the the, the statistic, uh, with all the good and bads of the, of the statistical method, of course. But I mean, the, because when you take into account a civilization of course you must necessarily use statistical me measurements you, you of course because the uh, can i say <clears throat> nowadays uh, the civilization of planet earth is seven billions of individuals so it's necessary it's it's necessary to use statistical means so in any case so this is something that can that should be always remember we are speaking at the very high uh, statistic level 
I mean, the, we, we are speaking of uh, scientific development, but, you know, okay, now we are, we as <clears throat> human civilization of planet Earth, we are here, extensive tools, uh, use of tools and machines, automatic calculation, telecommunication, nuclear energy, but not all the members of the human civilization of planet Earth uh, how can I say, are at that level. There are there are good number of humans who are still at the Stone Age or yeah. sort of, yeah. while there are others who, who travel to space, you see. But this is, I mean, this is just an example I made to mm -hmm. show that this is necessarily, and it could not be otherwise, it's necessarily a statistic consideration. So what and there what, is what uh, so, sorry you... sorry Gary okay. I just wanted to say one thing before I forget <laughs> there is uh, we have seen here what is it uh, sorry I'm going up and down bouncing so we have seen the one two three four five of course um, there are no <clears throat> I mean at least that I know there are no civilization at level five I mean the galactic level civilization. So at least that I know. In any case, there is one thing that is interesting here where some practical cases of classification of exo-civilizations are discussed. We, there is a, the discussion of what we have seen before in, in graphical mode, uh, the various civilization. One thing which is interesting is the civilization of Ra. Are you aware of this? Uh, I'm not, unless that's ah, the uh, really? the uh, the uh, channeled materials. Is that the law of one? Yes, yes. You know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, I just wanted to mention this because we we wrote that lastly the particular case of Ra, a civilization that would have accomplished the whole cycle described in our scale and then ascended an octave, undergoing a process that could be described as a new experience of the living being on a different and higher, uh, sorry, a new experience of the living being on a different and higher plan of existence. As such, this civilization cannot be classified using the GP, GP scale, finding itself by any practical definition of scale. So this is something uh, that I just wanted to mention because okay. I mean, I was uh, the, this kind of civilization of rise something uh, something really out of the out okay. of the extent of our scale. Um for a civilization to rise to the next level, to ascend to the next level, if you will, is there, and you mentioned the raw material, you know, um, we hear, we hear the number 51% more good than bad to actually bring everyone up to, to the next level, whether that's as a civilization or individually, what, what would classify is it, is it the majority, which would be 51% that readies for level three? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, as I've said before, it's, um, it's a statistical uh, matter. I mean, it's, uh, 
if you will, 51% is, uh, <laughs> you, you can put it as a, you can characterize this as, as a statistic consideration, statistical consideration. But in, 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 again, in any case, this, this scale that we have prepared here, it just to have an idea, of course, there are no, there cannot be uh, can I can say boundaries, strict boundaries be between the level, between levels. Civilization progress, uh, as I told, we must con we must consider, we must necessarily consider the statistical. Um, we must necessarily consider these civilization under a statistical point of view. We can we cannot do otherwise. And this uh, again, this is just to give an idea. There are no strict boundaries. There are no no uh, examinations that, that have to be okay. passed nothing um so so with that the uh, the uh, examination so we've heard we've heard um sto stories and again there, there are stories but that there is a there's a level um of virtue if you will that for even for us to travel off planet and to make our habitation in space that there's a level of integrity a level of virtue that we have to ascend to because it is it is a you know a three and above like like mm -hmm. you said with the chart like you have to everything has to be three you you can't be a level five civil uh civilization with a level one moral as far as what we would call evil aliens say if uh think of a five one four civilization that would be a very highly developed technically developed civilization with a very bad moral level of uh, how can I say um, of integrity so, mm -hmm. so to speak and for it means they are all the same I mean politically speaking okay. they, they are all the same so that that would really mean the bad guys yeah 514 do you think that those that, that that's possible if there is a level of virtue that that must be attained you know what? You know what, Gary? I think uh, this is the reason why I think that the ET who are here or who arrive here, who travel up to planet Earth, cannot be bad, cannot be intrinsically bad for a very simple reason. Because those civilization who, de who develop in... Um, non-harmoniously way, especially where the moral um, ethic level lags behind, they are very prone to self-destructions. So to put it simply, they won't last enough to reach the capacity of interstellar travel or intergalactic travel. This is why I am pretty much sure that at least Remember, always statistically speaking, uh, those who are who come to Earth from from somewhere else, mm -hmm. who sorry, those who have the capacity, the technical capacity, to travel uh, to do interstellar travel and intergalactic travel and arrive to planet Earth cannot be intrinsically bad, because if they were bad they with the uh, level of 
power of energy, not, not power of energy, that the uh, technical progress make uh, makes available, they would have destroyed themselves. I mean, if they were intrinsically bad, you see. So this is why, uh, of course, this is a statistic consideration that there could be, there could be someone who is, who managed to reach the interstellar travel capacity while be intrinsically rather bad. Mm. That could be, I mean, it, yeah. it could happen. It could happen. Well, so we should expect also, the, we, we should also consider this possibility. Yes. The narrative, well, let's just say you, you said that, that civilizations can also go backward. It's not always about ascension because the spiral goes up and down. The spiral works both mm -hmm. ways. So a civilization mm -hmm. can take a step backward. Here's the idea from the biblical narrative of the fallen angels that had their place in the stars, but were cast mm -hmm. out because of their moral decline and now mm -hmm. they have come to earth yes. because they are they they are banned from joining the heavens again because of their moral mm -hmm. decline does that make yes, sense that could be yes yes it does mm -hmm. there could be well the, actually there could be many possibilities for regress i mean uh, of civilization think think for instance what happened what could happen if a big asteroid hit the earth we would be catapulted uh, into level one if, if, if ever we managed to survive as a civilization. I mean, a big enough asteroid could destroy, yeah. uh, could huge, could uh, cause uh, enormous, tremendous uh, destruction. Could, it could really uh, precipitate the uh, human civilization of planet Earth to level one. I mean, the tribal level. Do you think that that's happened before, whether it was Egypt or at Atlantis and Lumeria? For sure, it happened. For sure, it happened. Atlantis, I, I don't know, really. I mm -hmm. can say it's interesting to see, you know what, Gary, concerning Atlantis, it, it's interesting to see those um, um, witness, no, not witness, those reports coming from uh, past life past life lives lives regression because sometimes it happened i mean i've read in number of books that uh, sometimes um, people remember a past existence for instance in in atlantis for instance that that, that could be interesting to try to gather these reports and see if there is, uh, how can I say, a certain coherence in, in these. That, that, that's something that uh, would be really interesting to do. In any case, I think that for sure, for sure, a uh, big asteroid has hit our planet since, uh, and could be also more than one in the, in the ancient past. And the problem is that it could it could repeat now. This is the problem, and and instead of spending a huge amount of money, of resources for the militaries, if we really concentrated ourselves upon this kind of of uh, space defense, would be much much better. 
Um, now, as far as far as balance is, balance is key, right? Two, two, two. Even a one, one, mm -hmm. one. They're gonna, you know, they're gonna govern and manage themselves properly as long as there's no um, mm -hmm. imbalance. But yes. Yes. now, yes. as far as ascension works, there has to be at least a time period for them to be imbalanced for um, technology or moral. But is it something that has to? Can it rise together? Can a two? Can a a two? Uh, Gary, to... everything, uh, practically everything could happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> even if, I mean, every combination is possible, even though some combinations are Im practically impossible. I mean, mm -hmm. because, uh, but I mean, if you, uh, if you consider, as we have said in the introduction, that civilizations are moving and I like to say that civilizations are moving entities. They, 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 they do not remain stable. They tend to move somehow. Most, in most of the cases, they tend to, uh, de uh, how can I say, to develop properly. That is uh, increasing their negative entropy, as I've said before. Mm -hmm. And, but sometimes it, it could happen that the civilization regress it could very, it could happen. I mean, even by some external causes like like the asteroids, mm -hmm. as I've said before, or for their own reasons. I mean, you you, you cannot say. And again, again, I, I want I always want to stress this because it is important. It's these are statistic statistical considerations. Now, um, who do you think? is is watching over humanity i mean i think that you know all of the holy books talk about the angels at least what we would call them right they seem to be ascended mm -hmm. and, and and that ascension could just be galactic tra travel <clears throat> even one level of ahead of us right it would they would essentially be gods unto us right but when, when we look at practically you know nuclear silos and 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 ufos uh deactivating missiles and and uh and even just like asteroids that are coming there's footage of ufos flying through an asteroid and breaking them up so that mm -hmm. we don't have this this huge uh cataclysmic event it seems like something or someone is rooting for us to take the next step what, what mm -hmm. do you think that that is good question <laughs> It's it's very very difficult to say. I mean, considering considering only the extraterrestrials, I uh, would say the physical extraterrestrials, if you if you will, mm -hmm. because I'm pretty much convinced that ET can be also non-physical, yeah. but uh, they can also have influence or they can influence also mm -hmm. if they want the physical level in any case i think that there indeed there are many many different civilizations uh on the earth on around the earth below the seas as and so on so this is why i don't like to 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 call the earth our planet yeah i um. call I call it planet Earth or the planet of terrestrial humanity, just for this reason, because you may never know. They could very well be here since time immemorial. 
it could very well be because if you consider that according to science universe has 14 more or less 14 15 billions year, years of age while uh, the earth and the solar system has four and four or five billion i mean that the, there is an enormous amount of time available for civilization to develop and to develop very highly and to get the capacity to hop between the stars very easily so this is why i'm i say i'm convinced that there are many civilization from time immemorial here on on this planet in any case yes i think that very likely there i think in in one sense if you want if, if you want uh, i also hope <laughs> that there are i mean uh, bigger bigger brothers so to speak or yeah. wiser brothers that uh, watch a bit upon us and try to try to avoid i mean the the, the worst consequences of our actions of our ill-fated actions if you will um. Okay. I, I, but I, I couldn't say more, actually, because I really don't know. Right. It, and so there's a lot of theories, but I think that a lot of this is connecting dots and, and whether that's yes, re yes. research and whether that's study and whether that's experience. Mm -hmm. um, the idea of, you mentioned the big brothers. I mentioned fallen angels. The mm -hmm. idea that humans, homo sapiens, are the fallen angels that fell from grace to earth and we are on that ascension process our big brothers are watching over us they want us to learn they want us to choose love to choose good to evolve like they did but something happened and and we were cast here and that's a theory that that humans are the fallen angels that are mentioned in and, and uh, but obviously we can we can ascend we can choose good we can help people we can it's up to love. us yeah it's up to us, indeed, indeed, and this is why it's it's always important to remember this and to remember that what we're doing now is not good for yeah. for uh, our environment and our own species. So, so how do we do it? Is it is again? Is it the many? Because again, what, what I was talking about the you know the ascension or the spiritual awakening that the planet is is going through. There are a lot of people choosing love. There are a lot of people trying to heal themselves and, and then heal each other and, and healing yourself is healing the, the others. And especially the more people that, that do it, Mike, on a micro level, the macro, we all begin to heal. And it's this process that's happening. It seems like the one, some people would call them the 1% that there mm -hmm. are, are, are leaders or the world yes. governments and things like that who want to keep, who don't want us to ascend who don't want us to do that, that want to keep us divided, that want us to choose black or white, up or down, left or right, versus mm -hmm. this this uh, oneness that, that people are starting to uh, wake up to. Yes, it's the oneness, I mean, the the, the way to go. I, I, I do agree. I mean, they, I mentioned before uh, the, the case of Ra and uh, who calls uh, himself... Um, the humble messenger of the law of one and this i think is really the way to go this well, is really the way to go and mm -hmm. what would you say about the seth material do you do you does that seem delusional does that is that is there any credibility to that there's some weird information that came out of that one where would you Sorry, rank which, them uh, which seth, material seth material 
Seth. Yes. Uh, which is a Seth uh, material? Channeled, channeled information. Richie, can you uh, maybe, I know you know a little bit about that stuff. You've studied a good bit. Um, Jane Roberts. Channeled by Jane Roberts. Now, Richie, was that mm -hmm. was that a, a an alien civilization, a disembodied spirit? Do you know who it, that was? No, 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 no. Sorry, uh, sorry, I missed okay. that. I, I want to, I want to note. It I think she refers to her as a teacher. I don't know if it's specifically off-world though. Okay. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was just, okay, just wanting to check and see if you knew about it. Okay. Good. No, no, I'm I'm always. I'm always eager to to learn more on this on this subject. Yes, sir. Thanks. Well, Paulo, I've I enjoyed this talk thoroughly, and uh, and I'm I me was, too. Even though you had you had it was right on the screen in front of me, I'm still writing it down for myself. And uh, and I've been a, a lot of things that we talked about today have, have been things that I've been studying the last two days on a really on a personal level, but also what that, that personal level is, is also, you know, the micro and the macro of the mm -hmm. balance, the balance is the idea that we think we're supposed to be more good than evil, but balance is really where it is to, mm -hmm. to, uh, to have this place of harmony that you can't, you know, your, your moral obligation can't out, outweigh the other, other levels in your life. And so, um, so good. And it connected so okay. many, so many dots for me. Um, let people know where they can go to to find out more about your work and and connect with you what you got going on let them know where they can check out your website you have tons of, of research and tons of material out there <laughs> yes more most of the things that i of the material that i've published are in italian because i am italian myself so and most of my of my activity uh until now has been in favor of my of the my, my Italian fellow citizens who do not speak any other language, which unfortunately are many. So this is why I do this goodwill effort of doing these translations of um, UFO research related documents, typically. But now with ICER, I'm uh, my activity is becoming more more international in nature. So. So I will be doing something in, uh, and, and I already started doing something in directly in English, which. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Which can find, I mean, can be more easily understood. I mean, because Italian can be easily yeah. translated with automatic translators nowadays. But I mean, when you find something directly in English is much better. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you've done a great job today. And uh, I'm, I'm thankful Thanks. that you did. And uh, you did you did great. Before we go, Thoughts on Billy Meyer and the beings that he was uh, supposedly in touch with? <laughs> good question, of course. Good, good. Well, I think that Meyer was like many other contactees of this kind, if you will. I mean, we have a case in Italy, which is the one of Zanfretta. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Uh, he's a guy. How do you spell that? Z A Zulu Alpha November Foxtrot Romeo Echo Tango Tango Alpha Zanfretta. Okay. And he, uh, you know what? To him, something very strange definitely happened. I mean, there are three. There are proves there's evidence there indeed uh, that something really strange happened to him the problem is that but i mean i can understand it's not because i want to 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 uh, talk uh, not because i have a bad uh, opinion on him but i mean i want to be yeah. to be honest and straight i mean uh, for sure something strange and very out of the ordinary happened to him at the beginning then uh, it's a bit like he felt obliged to keep up the hype so to speak yeah. and started um, saying things that are a bit out of the out of the not out of the ordinary but um, difficult to 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 be believed i mean something which really sounded fantastic so and i think that for billy meyer something like this must have happened i have uh, the the most the more recent news i have on the on him is that um, he lives in a place where he's surrounded by by his followers and mm-hmm. is a sort of a commune, yeah, so to speak. And um, it has become a sort, I don't want to say a sect, but um, sort of, you see. So for I, I'm convinced that he, like Zanfretta, has had a, a out definitely out of the ordinary experiences in the beginning uh, but i mean this the, uh, i don't want to express a negative opinion a negative judgment on on him i understand that this happens and most of the times this happens not because of the persons who are involved in this uh, 
in this contact, but because of the other peoples, of the other people who follow them. Uh, they start to put out exp expectations mm -hmm. and so on. So these poor guys who are the contactees, poor guys in the good sense, I mean, mm -hmm. <laughs> they found they find themselves surrounded surrounded by a lot of people. Oh, tell us, tell us, what do you have? T tell us whatever is new and so on. Like always expecting news always expecting something new that some new revelation and so on so that at the end the the poor contactee uh ends up uh how can i say uh following them even yeah. if even if this is not something that he would do and i think that uh, in the case of zanfretta and in the case of meyer it's more or less, more not the same, more or less the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's a lot of, um, and I've been talking about this a lot lately. If you get a chance, watch the documentary. I've been telling everybody it's on Netflix. It's a documentary mm -hmm. called Misha and the Wolves. Uh, really, really good about trauma and making up people who make up stories and sell books and kind of things like that too. Even if they've convinced themselves, themselves of the of the story mm -hmm. it was really interesting, but I, but I've interviewed a lot of uh, contactees on here and they go live <laughs> with like huge, a huge audience. And I feel like they're just, again, even if it started from a genuine place, they're telling you how the, uh, the uh, propulsion uh, uh, systems work for the spacecraft and what their diet is. And they have all of this information and every week they have new information on, um, you know, this, this stuff. And I really think that it muddies the water waters, because if there's one person who was really in contact, maybe the uh, Umo uh, incident that you're talking about, if that was real, then this other stuff muddies the water and us seekers trying to get to the bottom of the information. You know, you know, Gary, it's a, it's a process. I mean, it's the same, always the same story it depends on, on the other people. I mean, also, also considering religions. I mean, uh, we know, I mean, to, 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 to talk about, uh, uh, something that we know very well. I mean, uh, we know Jesus Christ. I mean, we, we know what he did, his figure, his uh, teachings, and so on. Okay, that's fine. But what is the problem? The problem is not himself. The problem is uh, caused by those who came after him. Yes. The, who, because uh, uh, figures like Jesus Christ and other other spiritual teachers of the humanity. They were people out of the ordinary by any means, while those who followed them were indeed ordinary people. And they could not cope to, <laughs> to really be at the same level. And so they introduced the spurious factors that, that changed the, the situation dramatically, you see. The, and this is for practically all the religions. Have you ever seen you have you ever seen Buddhists fighting someone, killing someone else? How how can that be? A Buddhist who, who kills so, someone else. 
it's 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 absurd but mm -hmm. it it's the same story i mean it's and also for the contactees it's the same when they are when they end up surrounded by a lot of people who are waiting eagerly for new revelations for new thing mm -hmm. uh, they feel obliged to 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 feed them with this even even and doing this they if they do not have anything uh, really uh, concrete uh, actual to say to them uh, they must invent it. Uh, they, they must produce it somehow, they, and they must fake it basically. And this is the problem. I mean, it's not it's not to 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 express a bad a bad judgment on contactees. No, mm -hmm. this is not the case. But I want to see. I want to say I understand that this happens frequently. It does indeed happen. For it happened for Zanfretta. It happened for. Uh, Billy Meyer and and happened for many others who had people following them. Mm -hmm. If you don't have any people, anyone following you, then then you can you can remain pure, so to speak. Yeah. But if you have a lot of, I mean, I understand even myself. Think if I started to say, I have the truth. I have. Uh, um, any kind of truth, I, I, I will find someone, of course, who will start following me and then some more, some more, some more, some more. Yeah. And okay, I can set forth my my teachings, blah, 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 and so on. But what do you think that could happen in uh, three generations from now? Do you mm -hmm. think that my teachings would, would remain intact? Not at all. Not at all. Even if my teachings were the spiritually purest yes. that you can even conceive. What could happen in by uh, uh, by my followers in uh, two gener on just two generations, just two, <laughs> not more. Yeah, and that's what this probably has happened with all all religions, right? Indeed, indeed, um, indeed. I'm actually scouring the internet right now, trying to find this um, name of a. Uh, uh, I believe it was a Italian saint who supposedly was in touch with with UFOs, and there's a there's a statue of him. Um, I cannot find it. It was in the wait, news. wait. Uh, I will send it via the chat. There was the, a... the name the name of this contactee. Okay, and he was he had a there was a recently made the news because there was a a kid who uh, there was a teenager who. Uh, had his statue in his home and had a lot of his writings and stuff. And the kid disappeared and they were saying that it was, um, hmm. it, that it could wow. have been where, where it could have been, um, him leaving. But I think that it was, uh, I think it was staged. Hmm. So is, is this, he, is this who did... I'm thinking of? Is that, is that, I don't know if this is who I'm thinking of. Um, Zanfretta. Mm-hmm. He was a saint, though you said, right? No, 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 no. He okay. was um, he was a private guard. Okay. I mean, he was a private guard one, one night, um, close to the. He was in the outskirts of the city of Genoa, in in northern Italy, and uh, he was called to go and check at at a certain location because they 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 had seen strange light, and he. 
his report uh, reads that when he arrived on the place, he found uh, an enormous being of almost three meters high, I mean, tall, uh, rather, I mean, with a rather ugly looking, and uh, he was picked up by him and was brought in his um, craft where he was examined and so on. Uh, you know, the typical abduction, I mean, forced forced abduction case, rather rather typical, similar to many other cases of, of this kind. And, uh, but I mean, they, they, and he said that in, in this, uh, inside this craft, it was really warm, 30, 30, 32, 33 degrees. And indeed it was found once uh, very far away, I mean, 20, 30 kilometers from the place where it was seen for the last time. And he was, it was winter, but he was uh, sweating. He was really sweating and his car, because in that occasion, it was picked up with his car also was extremely warm inside and it was winter. I mean, uh, really many, many, there are many, many evidences of these strange events that happened to this uh, Zanfretta. So I am pretty much convinced that he really lived extraordinary experiences. Um, that's interesting. And I'm gonna have to look more into that. So the kid that was supposedly abducted, I think that it came out that he faked it, but I'm trying mm -hmm. to see, I'm trying to find the name of the saint. And I, I'm going to share this article with you uh, mm -hmm. here in chat, but the kid's name was uh, Bruno Borges. Borges. Um, mm -hmm. So there's, there's the article and there's also a Wikipedia. Mm. I thought that it, w it came out that it was, found as staged but he there was a saint that he was following that was in touch in touch with aliens i'm trying to find that that saint's name richie if you get that name i just posted the uh, uh mm -hmm. the link i'm checking it. myself as well <clears throat> yeah i think it was in maybe in brazil though ah in brazil yes brazil. Yes, yes bruno borges bruno in borges, brazil yeah. um rio branco There was somebody's that he was in, in. Ah, Giordano Bruno. It's it's the statue you okay. you see in got the it, New, New York Post article. No, it was well. It's not not properly a saint. Okay. Giordano Bruno was a friar. Okay, friar. That's who, what it was. Yeah. Yes, he was a friar indeed. Who was burned at the stake in Rome, in the center of Rome, in the sixteenth century? Yes, exactly. But it's interesting because this Giordano Bruno was, and apparently, apparently he had the capacity, I mean, judging by his uh, reports. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. He apparently had the capacity to do out-of-body uh, travels, out-of-body experiences, exploring the universe. Because if you read what he uh, wrote, you really have the idea that he was capable of doing out-of-body travels, uh, visiting the, the, the universe. So in any case, he started... Um, the problem is with he. The problem with him was that at a certain point he started to write down his uh, his ideas, which were judged judged as heretic by by the church. So you can imagine in in 16th century, the Inquisition and so on, and so he ended up burned at the stake in Rome. Ah oh, no, wait, wait. They they were kind with him because first they hanged him, and then they they burned at the body mm. at stake so they were they were kind to him wow if you will <laughs> poor interesting, guy interesting. and no 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 it's uh, i mean what he wrote is really really interesting because he he wrote i mean 500 more than 500 years ago things that nowadays sound very familiar i mean there are plenty of inhabited uh, uh, planets. Uh, there are many different uh, planet, plan, planetary systems, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, something that you, nowadays, you, you find it um, normal. He, um, but that was... Was he, was he affiliated with Hermeticism? Because I'm, I'm seeing that linked to some of his work. I don't know if he was... I don't know, really. I don't know, really. Mm, I cannot say. I cannot say. Nice, nice. I'm gonna do more more digging on this, but definitely check out that kid in the first one, the student. Mm -hmm. So he had bought this huge statue of him and um, had like cryptic writings and Bible phrases about aliens and stuff. Stuff that says that he he uh, um, a video <laughs> by Globe.com shows a giant statue of the 16th century ph uh, philosopher. Uh, mm -hmm. Giardo Bruno, who was one of the first to believe that aliens could exist on other planets, which the kid bought for almost $3,000 in a corner painted portrait of Borges with a green eyed alien in another. <laughs> so follow that story. If he faked it, it would still be a good uh, interview to uh, see why mm -hmm. and see his love for for, for mm -hmm. this philosopher. So I thought that was mm -hmm. interesting. No, no, but in any case, Giordano Bruno was really a remarkable figure indeed. I'm going to do more research on it. So check mm -hmm. it out. Yes. Get to the bottom of it.
Paulo, thank you for coming on, brother. Uh, man, I enjoyed. Thank you, Gary. My uh, pleasure. You know, digging through this with you, and uh, so good. And and I'm gonna have to go back and watch it. And even if you if you had that that uh, uh, you know those 21 pages available in in a pamphlet to sell on Amazon, just I you know I would would buy it. And <laughs> I know a lot of people would just to have a physical copy that we can reference versus having to go to the internet. You know. Uh, wait, wait. Uh... Wait, Gary. I sent you. I sent you the link. Https uh, cityitalia.org. Yes. Yeah. You just go there and print it, and, and you have it, and you have it physically printed. Got it. Hey, there we go. There we go. Uh, again, uh, Paulo, thanks for coming on. Anytime you want to do it again. Um, My pleasure. I, I, I'd love to have you. So. I told you subjects. I would be. I have a very nice presentation on the Umo case, which, uh, which I think it deserved good um, to be known properly. Yeah, for sure. Uh, even even if it's a big uh, question mark, as I told you, it deserves oh, yeah. to be. All known. of all of it's a question mark, right? Even the Bible and even the fallen angels mm -hmm. and all of this stuff that people claim to know, it's still a question mark. So mm -hmm. we are the seekers. We are the ones who exactly. Uh, unveil hidden truth. So I'll send you my calendar and whenever you want to book it, I, I, we'll, we'll get you back on and we'll, we will do a show dedicated mm -hmm. to the Umo okay. beings, brother. Thanks for coming on. And uh, I really enjoyed it. We'll do Thank it again, you. brother. Many blessings. Thank Shalom. you. <laughs> Bye, Gary. Thank Bye -bye. you. Ciao. My, my, my. Listen, y'all, I don't know um, what you guys thought. Uh-oh. No, we're not ending just yet. Come on, don't push that button. Listen, I enjoyed this. Like, I enjoyed this. And this has been up right up my alley um, because of something I've been studying um, for the last couple of days. And it was the spiritual, definitely the spiritual aspect, um, the micro aspect, but also what he brought to the table was the macro I've been I've been doing some I've been doing some intense work the last couple of days and uh, and you guys are gonna you guys are gonna see some of the information that that I have been given some of the revelation that um, it's just been amazing to me I've been in tears I've been listen guys I'm just there's been automatic writing there's been the Holy Spirit watching over me coming in my room telling me what to write and I couldn't write it down fast enough the last two days have been in same. I've been, I was given a piece of a puzzle. I took that piece and I was obedient and faithful with it. And, and when I did that downloads upon downloads that I have, I have never experienced this. Now I, I, I haven't been a, a Bible teacher. I've been one that more so just taught, you know, it teaches it in, in conversation, even though my heart is to prove these things in scripture and to kind of give you, um, uh, a example and a, a grid on how what I would call biblically how the sanctification process works and the sanctification process is to get you to ascend. It is how to activate the light body. It is through inner contemplation. It is through breath work, but it is that, that going within and weighing your thoughts. So this, this conversation and every, this, even this scale that he created, listen, I've, I've got all of these scriptures on scales and on weighing and how God weighs our heart and even the process that he does it. Something you probably never heard before. It's tied into astro theology. I'm giving you guys a little bit, bit of it. And um, it, it the weird thing about trying to articulate this stuff is that 
it all ties together. And there's so many subjects, but they are, they're all cohesive. And I'm and so I would say the, the next coming weeks and, and coming months, I'm excited to 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 get more revelation and to spend more time studying, but but on time unpacking it the best I can. And so just as uh, Paulo was was breaking this down for us um, with the ascension process, as he was breaking you down the ascension process. Now, he didn't. It, it was more so of uh, planetary ascension, civilizations to go beyond tribal, to go to the next level. And there's and there's three keys to to break it down to ascend that you got to get all of them down to go to the next levels. You don't have the spiritual technology to go to the next level. You may have the moral technology. You may have the social technology or the political technology, but you got to have the spiritual or the technological, you have to be able to learn uh, your body. You have to be able to know yourself to be in touch and be in tune when the mind and body become as one. And so, listen, I don't know how much I should share here, but this is a process that we go through every night. Every night when you lay your head on your pillow, you're going through what we call the courts of heaven. Court is being held on which demons and which angels are able to approach you the next day what you're able to go through every night that you lay your head on your pillow you're going through these cycles you're going through the watches of the lord there's four watches and we're going through those cycles we know the witching hour is 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 the the darkest part of the night which is around midnight midnight is the second watch and it is the witching hour and those spirits are loosed onto the earth. Listen, we know that in, in, in witchcraft, we know that in Jewish mysticism, but it's the, 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 the darkest part. It is the, the cross when Jesus died and then he rose again with the cock's crow or the rising of the sun. So you're coming out of your darkness, you're being tried, and then the light of Christ is rising within you for that morning sun to rise in your hearts as the morning star rises or as the day star rises you get the light you're able to see and that light helps you navigate through the night through the darkness the dark night of the soul and just as we we're talking about individually we're going through this individually every day 24-hour period but we're all and it's governed by the sun it's astro theology but it's also governed by the moon every month and then it's governed by the stars every year. And the Lord's just been giving me all of this, this revelation. And it's not just a head knowledge because there's scriptures upon scriptures. And the Bible is changing. The Bible is morphing and taking new, everything's taking new meaning. I'm, this is a supernatural encounter that I've been having the last couple of days. It sounds like a bit of psychosis. And if you can't explain it and if you can't uh, teach it and articulate it, then it is. So I pray that I'm able to... Um, to teach it and, and to, to share it um, in such ways that that I've known a lot of it. It's part of what I've been studying. It's what my book was about, but only a piece that there is courts in heaven that Satan and the angels and the spirits approach God every night wanting to come down and visit you and to tempt you and to try you. It is a court hearing. It is legal ground. It is legal room. That you've, that you've made for those beings, for those entities to come. The blessings and the curses. So, um, 
I can give overviews. I've been given overviews, but but this has just been something that's really near and dear to my heart. And I thought it was very synchronistic that I talked to Paulo today that there's even some more uh, pieces to these levels of ascension. It is how to activate your light body. Why? Because you're, you're getting light within you. You're getting the darkness out of your heart. You got to get the darkness out for the light to come in. And what does the light do? It helps you navigate through the night. It is the parable of the ten virgins. Where only a couple of them did the inner work who submitted to that sanctification process. And they had oil within their lamp. You have to be trampled. You have to go through this grinding process to be refined by the refiner's fire. And that's the fire. That's the light. That's the oil that helps you navigate through the night it is submitting to the word of god it is submitting to the spirit of god that dwells and lives in each and every one of us so that he can make a home within you you get so full of god that all of those other things are exterminated those other areas of your life the planetary uh, ascension and 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 the uh um ascending of your planet you are a world you are a world that you govern yourself. The kingdom of heaven is within you. And there's many rooms, there's many portals. In my father's house, there are many mansions. There are many rooms. But I've gone to prepare a place for you. Jesus was the perfect example. That's why he became the first born among many brethren. And he is the chief cornerstone the chief cornerstone that is laid made out of gold because it's been tried by the fire he's been tempted in every way and passed every test he ascended and he is the chief cornerstone that we build upon and if you build upon that everything that can be will be shaken every day every night when you lay your head on your your pillow this process happens but even another one every week, every month, every year, and every decade, and also every age. We're going to break this down. I hope that uh, that it does not fall upon deaf, deaf ears, and I hope that I'm able to apply it to my life first and then articulate it and share it. So with that being said, guys, I'm going to jump off here. I got an inter- another interview to do here in, in a little while. I'm going to be on a lot of different um podcast uh in the next couple weeks a bunch of stuff going on and uh so i want to say uh hello and welcome all of the new listeners um as i've been doing other podcasts the, the last week we've we've gone up a good bit of new subscribers who are who are new to the channel who are new to the podcast so just want to welcome you to gary's podcast and uh i love you so much and and uh, i'm glad that you're here with us and you're part of this journey so with that I'm going to say peace and shalom. We're going to do it again very soon, guys. Peace, peace, and shalom. Peace. Well, that does it for this episode, folks. To hear more episodes of the Truth Seeker podcast, head over to truthseeker.com. And if you're wanting to support the show and get rewards, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash truthseeker.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.